Hey there. Did you know that tensions tend to be highest for blended families when everyone is together? <laughs> Maybe you've noticed that when you've tried to do something fun with the whole family and it didn't go as well as you'd hoped. If you can relate, Maybe you'd like to join us on Thursday, May 16th for an interactive workshop all about navigating the tensions of family time. You'll connect directly with us and other blended couples in a 90-minute Zoom call and work on your own personalized strategy for responding to the challenges of family time in your unique family blend. That's right. You can join us and our community by hopping into Blending Together, where we hold one of these workshops each and every month. So if you'd like direct interaction with us in the context of a supportive group of other blending couples, then the Blending Together community is right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. So scroll all the way to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click the link to check out the details. We would love to meet you on the 16th for our upcoming Intentionally Blending workshop right inside of the Blending Together community. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get to the episode. You see, when we can show up in the middle of conflict in a really healthy way, it actually contributes to our connection rather than robbing us of connection. Right. right, so it's constructive rather than destructive. Yeah, exactly. And when it's destructive, when it's unhealthy, it has a tendency to control us. Mm -hmm. But when it's healthy and we have really good skills around it, then we can control it. The conflict that we're experiencing when done well actually leads to more intimacy. Welcome to the Blended Family Coaching Show, where you'll discover how to move your stepfamily from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical, real-life strategies for building healthy bonds, understanding the kids' perspective, romance and partnership, parenting with great teamwork, and yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of stepfamily life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome. Yes, and thank welcome. you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. uh, we always enjoy connecting with you here mm -hmm. on the Blended Family Coaching Show. And we would love to ask you to consider leaving us a rating or a review. Mm -hmm. Leaving us that rating or review really helps us to reach other people. Mm -hmm. And we want to hear your feedback because we want to continue to make this podcast better and more impactful for you. So please give us some feedback. We would love to hear from That'd you. That'd be great. So I've got a question for you. Do you remember the weekend that you first moved everyone under the same roof? Ah, I do. <laughs> when you all moved in together. Oh. Now, at that time, you probably wanted some things. You were probably looking forward to having fun together and laughing and having adventure and probably looking forward to some deep conversations yeah. and trusting relationships happening and the freedom to be yourself. Mm. And of course, we all look forward to a peaceful home life, right? <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> in a word, what you want is connection. That's right. Now, in those early days, you probably thought you'd found that connection that you were hoping for, right? It's all new and exciting. And sure, there were probably some stressful moments back then. <laughs> but you figured that once everyone got used to all these changes and you'd settled into blended family life, 
that those connections would continue to grow. Yeah, that's right. That's true. And then at some point along the way, you realize "Mm, things aren't going quite the way I want them to. And there seems to be something other than connection taking over our home. Instead, conflict has been creeping in. And sometimes it even feels like it's taking over. Oh, yeah. Conflict starts popping up in unexpected places and it starts robbing you and your family of the connection that you were expecting and you were hoping for. Mm-hmm. And now your kids are complaining more to you about their step parent and your stepkids are spending more time locked away in their room or seemingly anywhere that you're not. And there's this invisible wall that seems to be building up between you and your spouse that gets another brick added every time a conflict pops up. That leaves you feeling frustrated, alone, maybe even hopeless sometimes that you're ever going to really reach the connection that you've been hoping for. Yet underneath it all, you know that you ought to be able to control all this conflict and that it shouldn't be controlling you. Now, you know, several months ago, before all this COVID stuff hit here in the U.S., we had one listener ask, how do you handle the constant conflict? (laughs) And like I said, that was before all the shelter-in-place orders started rolling out and we were all forced into close quarters with each other. And all of that has brought stresses that we didn't expect and worries about the future. Sure. That constant conflict for many of us that existed even before the pressure of COVID hit might be ramping up right now. Yeah, any pre-existing issues that were looming in your home are now being magnified Mm, and they're just kind of all in your face. Yeah. And so it might be more important now than ever to learn effective ways to control that conflict so that you can be sure it doesn't control you. And I love what that listener uh, wrote. I love that they use the word constant. Yeah. Constant conflict. It Mm. can really feel overwhelming. And we know what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be blindsided by constant conflict. And we also know what it feels like not to know how to handle it or what to do with it all. Yeah. We've spent really long seasons not being very confident in how we were handling conflict. That's the truth. And you know, honey, early on things with us went pretty smoothly. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. you agree? Yeah. But we did reach a point where the pressure was on. Mm -hmm. We weren't working well as a team and it felt like conflict was going to rip our marriage and our family apart. It really did. Yeah. I remember several nights actually being right here in this office where we're recording this episode and just sleeping in one of the chairs out here after the kids had gone to bed because I didn't, I didn't want to be in the house. Mm. I was hopeless that we could even have any kind of connection. Yeah, Mm. it was rough. And we've discovered many healthy ways to gain control of conflict rather than allowing destructive conflict to control us and tear us apart. That's right. And that reminds me that recently we were coaching a couple around this, healthy approaches to conflict and communication. Mm -hmm. And the wife uh, later emailed us, and this is what she shared with us. Now we're able to communicate much more effectively and understand each other better. (laughs) It's so much easier. (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation point. Yes. I wish we'd found you sooner, but working with you has improved our relationship 100%. I love that, yeah. And the reason why I bring this up is because that kind of summarizes our story, right, right, honey? (laughs) I know. I saw myself in that, uh, that email. We are finally at a place where things are getting easier and we're feeling more connection. 
And of course, we wish we would have figured some of this out sooner. That would have been (laughs) great rather than letting conflict take over for so much of our marriage. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You're not going to have to waste all that time like we did. That's right. Instead, you're going to learn some tips today that will help you gain control over the conflict in a healthy way so that you can enjoy that connection that you're really looking for. That's right. And later, we're going to share with you how you can really supercharge what we're about to teach you. So make sure to hang on to the end to find out how you can do that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to walk you through four things that you can do to gain control of conflict. But before we do, let's get clear on the goal here. The goal is not to eradicate conflict from your home, okay? (laughs) That would be nice, but not possible. (laughs) The truth is you're going to have conflict. Conflict exists in relationships, and that's just a reality that we all have to own, okay? Now, in fact, leading relationship researchers at the Gottman Institute report that 69% of issues in a marriage is not resolvable. Mm. That means that on average, only 31% of our conflicts actually get resolved. So you might hear that and you go, well, I guess I can just stop listening to this episode because what's the point? (laughs) 69%. (laughs) But, But here's the deal. The difference maker for successful couples is how they handle that conflict. You see, when we can show up in the middle of conflict in a really healthy way, it actually contributes to our connection rather than robbing us of connection. Right. right? So it's constructive rather than destructive. Yeah, exactly. And when it's destructive, when it's unhealthy, it has a tendency to control us. Mm-hmm. But when when it's healthy and we have really good skills around it, then we can control it. The conflict that we're experiencing when done well actually leads to more intimacy and more connection, which is what we're after in the first place. We've definitely experienced that. Totally. Yes. So the strategies that we all need to learn are more about doing conflict well, rather than resolving the issue or getting rid of conflict. Mm, Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. So having said that, here's step number one. When conflict shows up, get yourself in an us focused mindset. Mm, What do you mean by that? Well, the truth is we often want what we want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true for me. (laughs) We typically think that our perspective is the right perspective. And if we're honest with ourselves, we're usually in a me focused mindset. (laughs) Yes, I'm guilty. I admit it. But if we can stay in an us-focused mindset, this will help us to stay focused on what's best for the relationship rather mm. than what feels best for just me. Mm. Yeah. Right? So it's focused on us and not on me. Right. Mm. So how do we do that? Well, what we want to do is say it out loud. <laughs> it's very yeah. important. Now, if you're comfortable saying something in the moment, like, I can see we're not necessarily on the same page here, but I want you to know that I'm going to work at staying focused on what's best for us in this moment. I want the best thing for our relationship more than I just want to get my way. Wow, that's powerful, actually. Right, that can really shift both of your mindsets if just one of you declares that. Yeah. 
Now, if you can't get that out of your of, of your mouth right there in front of your partner. <laughs> Sometimes we yeah. get a little bit locked up there. Yeah, yeah, and this does take practice, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's fine if you need to maybe excuse yourself to the other room or to the bathroom. Just get a few minutes alone and speak these words out loud to yourself. I want to be us focused, not me focused. Mm. So whatever you need to do, whether you can say it in the moment or you need to do it on your own, Say it out loud. Out loud. Yeah, that's that's so important. I mean, there's a ton of research out there yeah. that shows our brains process information differently when we're just thinking in our head versus when we're hearing with our ears, even when it's our own voice. Yeah, so and true. And so speaking those things out loud to ourselves are, are, are really important. That's great. All right. So we're in an us-focused mm-hmm. mindset. Now, second, you want to honor your feelings and own your reactions. Ooh. <laughs> We need to stop blaming our husband or our wife for our own feelings. Now, we did this for years, didn't we? we Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we kept blaming each other. And we tried using that old script, and sometimes it worked, but sometimes it didn't. That old script that a lot of us have been taught through counseling or therapy of, you know, when you do that, it makes me feel this, Mm -hmm. okay? In essence, what we've learned over the years is every time we are saying that, We're saying, stop doing that so I can feel better, right? And I'm actually shifting the blame of these painful emotions I'm having over to you Mm -hmm. rather than owning them and honoring the feelings that I have myself. I'm expecting you to fix my feelings by doing something different. Yeah, you're handing the control over to me too because if I decide not to do something different, well, yeah, oh well, I guess I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah, see, it's your problem and then then I can blame you even more. more. (laughs) It's just a vicious cycle. You can see we've been stuck in that cycle just a few times. We know it rather well. (laughs) So what we've learned is rather than doing that, what you want to do is focus on recognizing, naming, and owning your own feelings in the moment. And once you do that, you want to recognize it and actually verbalize it to yourself. You want to be able to name the actual feeling that you're experiencing and then recognize the typical reaction that you have to that feeling, Mm. right? We all have these typical reactions when that moment of pain hits and we can't really change that until we're able to. To recognize it. So we're kind of flipping the equation instead of saying, when you do that, it makes me feel this. Yeah, we're saying, when we're I saying, feel when this, I, feel this, I, I tend to do that. Do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. <laughs> now, this can sound kind of simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Now, we've been coaching several different couples over the past few months in very specific ways to do this. And it's hard for them to do and to really own those reactions. Yeah, because it's easy to blame the other person, Yeah, it's much easier to do that. (laughs) But it's also really freeing for each of those individuals in the couple when they realize that they don't have to keep reacting the same way to those painful emotions Mm, when they pop up. But instead, they can choose a different response, right? Reacting and responding are two different things. And they're learning how to respond rather than react. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what that really means in just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. But the point here is that we want to be really honest with ourselves about the painful feeling in the matter of fact way. So we're not stuffing it or bottling it up. Mm -hmm. We're also not exaggerating it or letting it take control, but we're simply being honest with ourselves about that painful feeling and about our typical reactions to that feeling. This is going to help you own your stuff 
because your emotions are your responsibility An unhealthy conflict is usually persistent when we don't own our own stuff, our own feelings and our own reactions, right? And you might have to get vulnerable there if you've never really gotten in touch with your feelings and your reactions. It may take some some effort. It can be a little scary sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right, let's move on to the third thing you want to do, and that's to pan out to the big picture. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, when we're hit with a painful emotion, we tend to focus on this one moment in time or this one relationship That's that right. we're struggling with. Yeah, everything revolves yeah. around this little pinpoint, right? Yeah, and when we do that, we can't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. We're really mm-hmm. hyper-focused. So what we want to do is pan out to see the big picture. And when we do that, we're getting a clear picture of our reality. Yeah, that's which right. It's really essential at that's this right. point when conflict hits. Totally. I, I know I'm really good in our conflict being pinpoint focused rather well, than you, looking at the picture. Well, you're much better now. That's but, true. That's true. <laughs> but back then, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of my most painful emotions is this feeling of abandonment. And there's a whole story behind why I feel that way. And that's for another time yeah. to share. But the interesting thing you, you can know about that right now is that when that feeling hits me, my reaction usually actually has nothing to do with Kim. But nevertheless, that's the pain I feel. And I'm really good at negatively reacting to that, that feeling. But when I get stuck there, it's because I'm focused on that single moment in time. And I'm not considering the fact that We've been married 19 years Mm -hmm. and you're still here. You have not abandoned me. Like Kim's committed to me. She's committed to our family. And I've actually, when I look at the big picture, I have no reason to believe otherwise. Now, admittedly, this can be challenging and it takes some time to figure out how to do this. And actually, after we talk through these steps, we're going to tell you how you can fast track your results with more accountability and support than can be offered in just a single podcast episode. Mm -hmm. So getting a more accurate view of the big picture can be challenging because we have a lot of stories in our heads. (laughs) That's right. And because we come into the relationship with baggage. Yeah, and which are basically stories in our heads. Right, (laughs) that's where Mike's abandonment thing comes from. He entered the marriage with those issues. So some of what we're experiencing in that painful moment might be true, Mm -hmm. but not all of it. That's right. Some of it might be completely off. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So a lot of our unhealthy conflict is actually driven by bad stories in our heads. That's right. And this is something we all need to learn to control. And we're excited to let you know that in next week's episode, we have Mm -hmm. a special guest. His name is Mark Warren. Yep. And he's going to talk about this. He's an expert in communication and relationships And our discussion with him is all about the stories in our heads. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you show up next week. And this was a pivotal concept for for you and I, honey. I mean, this kind of rocked our world, discovering the stories in our heads. So definitely um, show up for that. But in the meantime, when conflict pops up for you, really take the time to focus on that bigger picture. What's Mm. the universal truth here? Mm -hmm. Not just the moment. Um, And then be straightforward with yourself Mm -hmm. about 
you know, what really is true yeah. when that painful emotion hits you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or or what's more true? Yeah. Because again, you know, in step two, we want to honor our uh, feelings, honor right. our emotions. And there's a piece of that feeling that feels really true and probably has some truth in it. Yeah. But there's something that's more true when we look at the big picture. Yeah. All right, now that leads us to the fourth step of controlling conflict so that it doesn't control you. You're going to choose a better response. Mm. Now, earlier we asked you to honor your painful emotions and then recognize your typical reaction. And once you realize that and really own it and then get the big picture in mind and realize that there's something that's more true than that emotion, you're now better positioned to choose a good response, Mm, a more productive response. Mm -hmm. And then you can act differently in the moment. Now, instead of simply reacting to that painful emotion, you're able to respond in a way that is us focused. And now you're in control of the way this specific moment of conflict plays out. Mm -hmm. You see, reacting to pain is the root of how conflict controls you. And it robs you of that connection that you're looking for. But responding out of something that's more true in the big picture of your life and in your relationships is how you control the conflict and ultimately experience more connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's great because you're not just allowing the conflict to take over and react and get into those painful cycles like we Mm -hmm. were stuck in for years. You're doing something different. Yeah. And here's some great news. Ladies, you can do all of this regardless of how your husband responds. Yep. Even when he gets angry or if he pulls away, you can still choose to respond in a healthy way. It can make a huge impact. Mm -hmm. And guys, the same is true for you. When your wife shuts down on you or when she blows up on you, you don't just have to react. You can walk yourself through these four steps and choose a better response. Yeah. Now, the even better news is that this isn't just for conflict in our marriage. (laughs) These same four steps can help you as a parent or a step-parent because the reality is sometimes the unhealthy conflict is erupting (laughs) between us and the kids, right? right? (laughs) And you can even use these four steps when you're dealing with your ex, if you're Mm -hmm. having difficult interactions there. When you can control the conflict between the households, Everyone wins, right? That's right. It's a really good thing. Yeah. And this isn't, like Kim said, it's not just about this one relationship because Mm -hmm. conflict exists in pretty much every relationship we have at some level or another. And being able to walk yourself through these four steps at this level that we're teaching here on this episode or even at a deeper level can radically change the the way that conflict is controlling you or Mm -hmm. you're controlling it. Yeah. All right, so you've got the four major steps that are going to help you to control that conflict and experience more connection. Mm -hmm. And many of you might decide to listen to this episode a few more times and just memorize and practice these steps. That's great. That's really going to help you. You might decide to write them down, maybe create a little cheat sheet for yourself or something like that. And you can really make a difference Mm -hmm. in controlling this conflict just by what you've learned here today. Now, I know that some of you might also want to fast track your results and get some support along the way. And if you're thinking, you know what, this all sounds great, 
but I think I could use a little bit of help in actually implementing sure. it because implementation is different than learning and it can mm -hmm. be challenging. And we would love to connect with you on that and help you supercharge those efforts. Yeah. Now, believe it or not, it is possible for you to experience that connection that you hope for back when you first got everyone <laughs> under the same roof, like Kim was talking about. And you really don't have to eliminate conflict from your home in order to make all that happen. And we can show you exactly how. So if you want to get started with that, all you got to do is schedule a free initial coaching session with us. And we're going to put a link in the show notes to make that really mm -hmm. easy for you. Yeah. And it's great if you and your husband or wife are ready to dive in together. But you know what? Sometimes couples aren't both ready for support at the same time. Yeah. And that's okay. You can still make a significant difference in your home simply by just getting started on your own. Yeah, that's part of our story too. Honey, yeah. you went and got help and I wasn't ready for it. And yeah. that, that made a huge yeah. difference. As I started changing, it was like an invitation for you mm -hmm. to come and make some changes exactly. as well. Yeah. And before we knew it, we were working together. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're ready to get some extra support in controlling the conflict so that it no longer robs you of connection, then set up your free coaching session with us and we'll help you get there. Mm -hmm. And when you do, you're only going to be a few short steps away from putting that feeling of constant conflict that our listeners shared uh. about. Get that behind you so that you can really enjoy more connection. Yeah. Hey, we can't wait to hear from you. And until then, remember to watch out for next week's episode when we're talking with our friend Mark Warren mm -hmm. all about those yeah. stories in our heads. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> uh, but for now, that makes this episode a wrap. Until next time. Until next time.